0: What do you get when two dudes who love Jesus and our masters at going with the flow get together? You get the flow podcast with J-Log and Marcus, where they discuss all things
1: faith, life, and off the wall.
0: Alright, so we are going to begin with flow, Uh, but before we do that, we're going to go open up a word of prayer. Um, But today... You're listening to Marcus and J-Log, and we are so glad that you are joining with us today. Uh, So let's get started.
1: Absolutely. Let's open up in prayer uh, so that we can prepare our hearts for what God has in store for us this week. Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you so much for your love and mercy. We thank you for your guidance. God, we thank you so much that you reign supreme in our lives. and Lord, you want us to live, Father, for you and show you, Father, uh, daily. And God, we thank you so much for this podcast, and Father, knowing that it's your will, and may it impact the listeners, Father, and and open their hearts and to be more receptive to learn more about you so they can enhance their life, Father, to get get and grow closer to you. So Lord, just uh, open our minds as we prepare and go through this week's study, and and in your name we pray, amen.
0: Yeah, so uh, today we are going to answer the topic, how do you love like Jesus? And that's kind of a a very broad topic. Because, Absolutely. I mean, Jesus is love. God is love. Yes, sir. And love is a very word that we throw out a lot uh, for a lot of different things mm-hmm. of, you know, I love my wife, or I love Chick-fil-A, or <laughs> whatever it might be. Um, but like, what does it really mean to love? And that's kind of, kind of why we want to answer that question is, well, to love, you got to love like Jesus. But yeah. first, I think we got to figure out...
1: Yeah, we've got to know how do we love like Jesus? How, how did Jesus love? love exactly. You know, we have to know that in order to find out how we can love like Jesus. Yeah. And uh, as you're walking through your Christian walk, it's something that, to me, at least I can speak on my behalf, and I really feel like that scripturally that this is the way that he expects us to love, is it's nothing that you have to really, yes, you have to work towards it, but when you receive Christ, if it's in sincere uh, acceptance of him, it's embedded in you because yep. that's what he is is love yep uh so i think we need to take a look at a little bit of scripture and just kind of see some different ways that that jesus loved and god loved and uh the first scripture that we're going to look at here today is going to be john thirteen thirty four and 35 uh, which states a new command i give you this is jesus talking i give you love one another as i have loved you so you must love one another by this everyone will know That you are my disciples if you love one another and what I think about this uh, verse right here Marcus if you take a look at it what it says right here it says love one another as I have loved you so you must love one another and then 35 by this everyone will know that you are my disciples yeah and if you think of the term disciple as you become a Christian even for us not just his 12 (laughs) because we're all called to be disciples yeah if you think about being a disciple it's learning and teaching from god uh in our case the holy spirit uh teaching and learning and it says right here to love uh so that so that everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another Yep. So I I find that as a important verse for us to look at when we're thinking about loving in everyday life, uh, how to love like Jesus.
0: Yeah, and I think uh actually not too long ago. Well, now it's been a long ago cuz we've been in quarantine for like 6 <laughs> 6 years. Um, is um you know, we we're we're called to, like you said, we're called to be um a disciple not Christian. But uh, I think, because the word Christian is actually only used a handful of times in the Bible. Right. Um, but the word disciple is used, I mean, I think uh, it's like 950-something time. times. Yes. And, um, you know, you have to ask yourself, are you a Christian or are you a disciple? Disciple. And, because, uh, I mean, anybody can say, oh, I'm a Christian and have that label. But a Christian is a, you know, kind of a, um, a label and and disciple requires action requires action and, uh, right. and that's the love we're talking about um, a disciple will love sacrificially will love uh, unconditionally will love uh, those that maybe are different and, um, and I think a lot of times we, we look at that and we forget what love really is
1: um, no absolutely and if if you look at the word it's it's decide it, unconditional love is which is what Christ has for us uh, and that's what it, it's termed in the word as agape love. Mm -hmm. Um, as unconditional love and when we look at using unconditional love throughout the world as you mentioned it should be in everything that we do Um, and it's not that you have to preach (laughs) in order to (laughs) show unconditional love it's it's how do you act wherever you are
0: yeah
1: you know exactly and go ahead
0: no i was gonna i was gonna say because at the end of the day God is love and if you don't know who God is mm-hmm. then you're not going to get that love right because um, you don't know how he loves you you don't know what he's done for you um, and you're not going to love those it's kind of like um, when you have a conviction um, you kind of you go through these things and uh, maybe you've been convicted that and, and you could be wrong and say that LeBron James is the GOAT right um, you and I mean, I would not agree with that. I would not either. But uh, no, Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but some people will argue because their conviction and they're, they've been convinced that LeBron James is. And the way they talk about LeBron James will reflect that. Um, but the only way that they've been convinced with that is by experience and she- seeing it and come to know, know who he is and watch him in play. The same is kind of like, like God. If you talk about him, the way you talk about him is how you love him. Um, if you don't love him, you're not going to talk highly of him. No. Um, if you don't know who he is, you're not going to be able to talk about his characteristics mm-hmm. and what he's done. If you've not experienced his love, you're not going to be able to talk about that. But if you know who he is, if you know and have experienced that love, and you mm-hmm. uh, and you believe and are convinced of what he did on the, on the cross for us, then you understand what love he did for is. us.
1: Absolutely, and it's it's not just it it's and it's not just your. Again, I go back to it, but your relationship with him when you're at church or when you're at a Bible study. (laughs) Think about your passion that you have. For me, for me, example, I love my job. Yeah. I can tell you anything about transportation. I can tell you anything about trucking. (laughs) I can tell you anything about logistics because I have a passion for it. So therefore, you should be able to pick up off me how much I love what I do based on, like you said, how I describe it, how I talk about it, how I whatever. So in order to love like jesus in that way you have to measure yourself of where you stand in your walk with him yep because the closer you are to him the more you're going to love like him yeah and uh that's just something that i've learned honestly within the past two years Mm -hmm. you know
0: yeah and i think you know we as christians we are to strive and not only strive but want to be like jesus as Mm -hmm. much as we possibly can right um but the biggest thing that I think we lack is our commitment. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we we always know what's right. We always know what's wrong. But for some reason, our sin nature is let's do the opposite of what we know is right. Right. Um, you know, and loving this person may be hard, mm-hmm. but God calls us to love those that are hard to love.
1: Absolutely. And if you take a look, taking it back to the, let's just go because you was already on there earlier, the basketball perspective. Yeah for those of you out there that play sports that may still be in high school or you may be in college or middle school or whatever the case may be or you may play in an adult league do you love like jesus while you're playing your sport your passion for your sport is no doubt i i'm going to guarantee is probably going to be there Mm -hmm. um how hard you play how hard you're willing to give how hard you're willing to go uh what happens when you take that hard hit what happens when you get punched in the mouth and you're on the football field or you're driving to the basket and somebody takes you out as you're doing a layup or somebody steals the ball from you at mid court and goes down and scores what is your attitude what is your action how do you reflect the negative moments in life when others do something towards you or you're in a situation is it reflecting the love of jesus or is it reflecting something thereof different which is the way of the world, or, well, it's obviously not of Jesus, so.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I think, I mean, because at the end of the day, the biggest way that God loved us was dying on the cross for us. Right. And most everybody knows that story. Mm-hmm. Whether you believe it or not, you know the story. Right. For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten That's son, done. that whosoever so believes in me has eternal life. Loving right there is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and now one thing that we will not say is God is calling us to love by sacrificing our lives for others physically um, physically or for death right um nowhere in the bible does it say that we are we are called to do that no um but you know jesus was always obedient to his father um he was pure in every way um but he loved people people over everything else he he was selfless selfless when it came to loving people um and he commanded his disciples to love Mm -hmm. um it wasn't just a i think you should do this or just a, a an option or a suggestion it was a command to right. love um and in to not to only just to love them but love them the way that he loved them right and uh and we're never going to be like Jesus hundred percent but that does not mean that we should stop trying to be like him
1: no absolutely not um
0: and and the thing is is Jesus demonstrated his love by dying for us on the cross and in john fifteen thirteen he says there's no greater, greater love than this, and that kind of can present a problem for some because it's like well, if there's no greater love than that. Then how can I love without dying for somebody? Um, and I think, like I said earlier, no one is going to be called to um, to die for someone. Right. Um, so that. So what does it really mean to love like Jesus well, in that way?
1: You know, you stop and you think about it. That is the greatest love that could be, is when Christ died for us on the cross. Yeah. As you said, it's not called in Scripture for us to do that. But think about the love that you have when you know that you've accepted it and you've died to yourself yeah. to accept Christ into your life to change you into who he wants you to be, then outwardly you're able to show that to somebody else that may not know who he is yeah. and Yeah. no matter what you're doing. So, you know, back to the analogy of of doing something that you love such as basketball or baseball, football, your job, whatever, and somebody comes across as being negative towards you or, or not knowing how to do something and you progressively... Show love to them in how to do something, how to act, how to be, and it. You, I'm saying this because I've encountered it. I've thought to myself before that person is different. Yeah, and that's and and and, and initially that's what it is. Is when you love like Jesus, you are loving a with a different type of love, mm-hmm. opposed to saying you know I love you, honey, to your wife, or uh, you yeah. know I love you to your kids. Yeah, because, I mean,
0: the love that, like, even when you say, I love pizza, right? that love that you have for that is hopefully different than your love for your wife or uh, your kids. Exactly. Same as your love for Jesus should be different than all, all of those combined. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a lot of times, you know, we always think, okay, well, God, God died for us. Um, and, yeah, we won't ever be called to die for someone. Um, and I'm not saying you'll never die for someone because who knows you may have an opportunity to do that and that and you choose to do that. Um, but we are not commanded or called to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, what we are called to do is maybe part with some money, part with our time, uh, sacrifice our our our, uh, our abilities and our talents, um, and use those for others. Use those for God. Use those to love others. Right. Um, you know, are we willing to part with some of our money to? maybe sacrifice ourselves to support a ministry or to support someone, uh, maybe giving our time to the church or to uh, a ministry that is, uh, you know, kind of like you as a youth leader. Um, you know, you, you're one of our youth leaders for our middle school boys, right. and you sacrifice every Sunday night being there at, uh, you know, 545, 6 o'clock uh, till about 8, 815 for these boys. Right. You don't have to do that, but no. you are sacrificing your time to show these boys that you love them. Showing them that you do that. Now, granted, it's my job to be there, but I'm also sacrificing my time because I, I could have, I could easily get out of ministry.
1: Right. You know. Well, I mean, the ministry is, is is you're serving the call, and to love like Jesus means to serve the call, no matter where you're at. And we're called. That's basically what you're stating there. Is you yeah. know, we're called to sacrifice and serve and to love like Jesus in everything that we do, and. What could be a problem, and I know it was for me, and honestly, uh, I think we all probably still struggle with it. I do at times, is when we when God asks us to check ourselves at the door during every situation that we're in, not some. You can't handpick your situations when to love like Christ. Yeah, you're supposed to love like Christ daily, every hour, every minute.
0: Because we live in a world where it's, um, Like we will give people things or Mm -hmm. time or whatever it might be when it's convenient for us. Right. But when it's, you see a brother or sister in Christ who is in desperate need and it might cause you to sacrifice something. For some reason we are less likely to go up and okay, do this. But you know, I'll use the COVID-19, the whole stimulus check stuff. And, uh, the, Um, unemployment. I mean, there's people that were banking, bringing home some bank because of all this money and they've got extra money in their bank account, but they got Joe Schmo who doesn't have an essential job is working more hours now um, and is making almost less money than you did when you were actually working. Right. But yet you don't want to help that person. No, it's, it's, it's too much. That's my money. I don't want to, I don't want to give that to somebody. Right. No. And I'm not saying you need to go do that but just an example of how selfish we, we as humans are. and can be. Right. We, are so, we are so caught up in ourselves and what is comfortable for us that when we see a person in need, if it's, if it's comfortable us to help them and it's not too time-consuming, um, you know, it's easy to help somebody when it doesn't really cause any pain for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not what God is calling us to do. Yeah, we should help them even when it's easy. But what about when it's hard? Exactly. Like, th- that's where the love of how how Jesus loved. He loved when, even when it was hard to love. He, he sacrificed when it was hard to sacrifice.
1: Right, and that's, that's what he calls us to do, is, again, kind of like what we talked about on our previous episodes, that having the faith and trusting and knowing that God's going to take care of you by your faith, of stepping out in faith to love God, Love like Christ by helping others in difficult times for even yourself. Yeah. To be able to say, here, I received this extra. Yes, I could use it, but I see that you need it too. Mm-hmm. What in whatever that may be, whether it's in time, I may have got canceled a meeting to where I say, okay, now I can go spend more time with my family. But I see a brother or sister over here that needs help doing this or that or whatever the case may be. It's, good. it's in everything that we do that we, we step up and go above and beyond for the call of love like Jesus.
0: Yeah. And, I mean, um, do you have any more scripture you want to
1: share? Uh, I was just looking through here, and I've I seen in Romans uh, just another example of uh, Romans. It looks like 5, 8, where it says, uh, But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I take I take that and I look at it in a step further of of <laughs> though somebody else does wrong to you, how do you react and treat them? Yeah. Uh, when somebody else does good to you, or for you, you know that's what a lot of people think in the, think think in this world is that when we always think when somebody acts bad, it's the natural reaction and it's okay for us to respond bad. Yeah. We never sometimes stop and think about the person that does something good. Well, he's just showing off, or she's yeah. just. Wanting to get noticed, or this that, and the other, we assume too much as a society mm-hmm. of what's going on, instead of looking at what they're doing, why they're doing, and maybe try asking why they're doing what they're doing. Yeah, uh, there's a reason for it.
0: Yep, and I mean, because I mean, Jesus was, you know, he was the perfect example of who to love, right? Even when they weren't like us, but because I mean, he even warned us that it's easy to love those who lo- who, who are like us. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember, I don't know if you ever saw it, but the movie Woodlawn came out a couple, few years have, ago. I've seen it. has been, um, been a minute. And, uh, it's been a, been a minute. Um, I would say maybe five or six years almost. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a football movie, but it's about the Jesus movement back with Billy Graham and all them. Um, right. And uh, there's a pastor that, t- uh, that is preaching to this congregation, and I remember the line like it was yesterday. How can you love someone, or when you love someone that loves you back, what kind of love is that? Um, because it's easy to love somebody that loves you back, mm-hmm. but how do you love those that maybe don't love you back? Um, you know, Jesus, um, loved even his enemies, uh, and expects his followers to do the same. Um, I mean, he healed, he fed, he ministered to the many who later on would scream and cry, crucify him and yet mm-hmm. still love them. And at that point he knew it was going to happen. Um, but he washed the feet of Judas Iscariot who betrayed him. And, and he knew that within hours of that, he was going to betray him. Um, to love like Jesus means we cannot be selective on who we love. Um, it's not, um, Oh, they're the same. They, they, they have the same mindset as me. They have the same views as me, so I can love them. But this person, Mm-mm. we don't see eye to eye on this topic or we don't get along. I don't want to, I, I don't need to love them.
1: In scripture, it, it, it shows and teaches us if you look at when judas and the army came to get to meet with jesus and get with jesus and to arrest jesus his disciples and then he were he's with his disciples and was it peter i believe that struck the ear and peter peter poor peter anyway (laughs) i mean (laughs) stop and think about that right there just let's look at that scenario situation here comes judas judas had done betrayed jesus uh he showed up with the army to basically lead him off to arrest him to be gone uh as his followers should and would expect step up to try to defend and at that moment though Jesus know, knew that he hadn't done nothing wrong yeah but there was some there were there was people there calling for his arrest calling calling for his life what did he choose to do start so he chose to love he chose to go ahead and go with it though he knew knew that he didn't do anything wrong yeah and just another example of of what happens when we need to love everybody as you just mentioned you know it says in Luke 6 uh 6:27 6, it says but to you who are listening i say love your enemies do good to those who hate you <coughs> 28 says bless those who curse you pray for those who mistreat you yeah you know
0: we are to treat every human being with dignity and respect doesn't matter who they are what they look like who, how they grew up how they didn't grow up um we need to remember that every person is a special creation designed in the image of God. Right. We must get rid in our hearts, in our minds, in our society of racial prejudice, social, economic snobbery, um, religious it's not. I mean, the list can go on of what we need to get rid of. Because none, none of that belongs in a life of someone who wants to love like Jesus. No, not at all. You know, um, and I think at the end of the day, our, at the end of the day, our world needs Jesus, Mm -hmm. but how are they going to listen to us if we're, if this person doesn't sin like you do? And and I put that in quotes, um, or doesn't, um, go to church and do Christian, how you think Christian should be Mm -hmm. and you don't love them.
1: Well, that's the, that's the problem is we've got too many people that, that go to church and, claim to be Christians which is Christ-like uh, more or less should be called calling themselves as you mentioned disciples yeah uh, this not honestly this is where a lot of the message needs to be pointed to in my opinion because how are you living we are being judged based on how you live yeah and you know it says we are to be judged by the fruits of the spirit and the fruits of our labor uh, to encourage our brothers and sisters in Christ and if we're called to love like Christ, but we don't show Christ within us and how we live,
0: mm-hmm.
1: we're not loving it at all. yeah, and uh, how we live in our lives.
0: Yeah, and I think I mean, just even now, with you know, the riots and the, the protests that are going on, I think they're great. I think they need that. But then you see these Christians who are being so harsh on these people trying to voice their opinion and it's like, well, why, why don't you show them love first? You know, we... I mean, Jesus d- doesn't tolerate sin. He doesn't tolerate deception. He doesn't tolerate false uh, followers. I mean, he was painfully direct with the Pharisees, uh, the religious leaders, um, and those who claimed to, quote-unquote, love him. Um, but... They loved their lives more. They loved their comfortableness. They what they, they loved what they knew. Um, you know, um, while still loving them, though, Jesus rebuked the Pharisees, calling them hypocrites and blind uh, um, blind fools and all these things. And at the end of the day, some of us as... That's why I used the word Christian uh, earlier and, not, and we need to be disciples instead of Christians because these quote-unquote Christians... Are just as bad as the Pharisees and the uh, religious rulers. Of, I'm going to try to trap you in your words. I'm going to uh, discriminate against you because you're not the Christian I think you should be. Um, you're not like me. You're mm-hmm. different. But at the end of the day, God calls us to be different, right? And if if that means that they live a different lifestyle than you, if that means that they maybe don't sin like you, I mean, I don't know what you want to how you want to say it, but loving like Jesus means that we care enough about people and the souls of others to tell them the truth of what they're doing. Right. Um, And if that means that you got to lose some friends, if that means you got to maybe change your beliefs, if that means you got to get right with God, get right and do it, do something. Because loving like Jesus means that we care enough about people and their souls to tell them the truth about Jesus. Right. And that's how we love. It's knowing who he is, growing in who he is, but then showing
1: that. Mm -hmm. Take, for example, you know, one of the things that you brought up a few minutes ago is the uh, racial and social injustice that is going on in our society today. I agree with 120% that it's not right. I agree with that it shouldn't be happening. But I will also stand up and be the first to shout from the rooftops that some of the ways that some things are being carried out is not biblically sound and it's not yeah. the way in which jesus, jesus does not jesus does not love like that uh it's become a social injustice on how we're supposed to act versus the way we should act yeah we're basing the way we act off of our feelings on outside of how christ would act because we feel that that's what would need to happen to get a point across yeah um but loving like Jesus means making a stand for what's right, but in a Christ-like way.
0: Yeah. And I think, you know, even just the social justice part of our world right now, um, I kind of—I don't say I live that, um, but my brother does. Mm-hmm. Uh, my brother is Asian, um, and we adopted him when he was six months old. And, I mean, he doesn't have the social justice as maybe a young black man, um, but he has it in some way, shape, or form. Maybe that's not right. as much, but he's he's experienced that a little. Bit. Right. Um, my best friend, Petey. Uh, I remember we were in uh, on our way to um, uh, McDonald's one night from our apartment, and I got pulled over to see if I was okay. Mm. Like, and wow. that like that was my first time ever experiencing something like that. Right. When uh, I was on the basketball team at uh, the Trinity College I went to. We had we practiced at a church down the road, and and mind you, I lived at this in this county in this area for about ten years at this point. Mm -hmm. And we go to this church, and I've got unfortunately I was the only white guy on the team, right? Um, And uh, I had a bunch of black men in my car, right? Best friends, my teammates, I would die for them, right? Cop pulls in the parking lot to make sure that we're not there to destroy the church, like it. It's things like that where I understand you're trying to protect the community, but like, don't assume. Don't assume things. Don't assume. And that's exactly what people do: is they assume that this person's such a bad person that I can't love them, and they assume that because they don't look like you, or they don't dress like you, they don't talk like you, they um, maybe are not as smart as you, they don't have as much money, whatever the whatever it is, people find excuses and assume things. And they use those assumptions to say, I'm not going to love you. Right. And they, they may not say, go right and say, I'm not going to love you. They just don't show love. They just don't show it. And then that's where it's wrong. That's where it becomes mm. a sin. Because God says, love those that are different. Love those that are not like you. Love those that are hard to love. And, and that,
1: a, that statement right there for love those that are different than you, that's not God or that's not, that's not directed towards a Caucasian person towards a black person towards a Asian person towards a whatever it's towards whatever you are as you read it it's speaking to you on how to treat the others that are around you yeah and I, I, I hate really I dislike with what's going on in our society today mm-hmm. I, I, I don't like it at all I don't like what's happening in all parts of the world uh, especially oh, yeah. only here in the united states with all the uh, racial injustice that's that's happening mm-hmm. i i don't ag- i don't agree with it there's too much assumptions that's going on yep. i've got a ton of uh different ethnic background friends oh yeah uh from asians to african americans to koreans to here recently our our company is india-based company that's pretty cool they're an india-based company is who we represent yeah and it it, to hear the social and racial injustice that goes on in our in our even in our industry i'm sitting and i'm thinking about that and i'm like why yeah they're no different than you they're no different than me yeah they're they're human beings that need to be loved that want to be loved that desire to be loved but we choose to not do that out of our own selfish ambitions instead of looking at what scripture says and understanding how to love like Jesus love and show that type of agape love to everybody that we come in contact with.
0: Yeah. And I mean, you know, and as my brother, so he's, he lives in Texas and, uh, in Dallas, in the Dallas area and, uh, talks about, uh, he's, he's gone to a few of the protests and things like that. Right. Um, and, uh, I, I love talking to him about it because he definitely gives me a different perspective because I am a 31 white man, mm-hmm. and I have not experienced some of the things that he has. But the way he, he talks to me about it helps me understand where these people are coming from. And it hurts me to know that a friend of mine or a person who should be a friend of mine is experiencing this kind of hate from, well, from churchgoers and Christians yeah, and disciples. Right. Like, and, and, then they, and then people wonder why Christians get the word, oh, you're such a hypocrite.
1: You're such a hypocrite, exactly. You only think in the moment. Yep. You never think down the line. Yeah. And you never think and wonder that how I treat somebody today, is that going to depict who I expect help from tomorrow? Yep. My life is on the line tomorrow, and there's an X, Y, and Z racial person standing there of, of whatever eth- ethnic background that you may need their help. Yeah. How are you living your life? Are you living your life the way that Jesus would want you to so that so that they can see that there's a positive attitude and a positive action of love?
0: Yeah.
1: You know, love? Because at that point, when they see that type of love, they're going to want to love you back. They're going to want to help you. Most people are anyway. Unless you're just cold-hearted. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, yeah. just, I just don't get it, you know.
0: And I mean, I think and I think, kind of getting away from this topic so we can kind of keep moving on, I think another way we can love others is forgive us, for, or is forgiveness. Um, you know, when we forgive when we are wronged, we are showing God's love. Um, you know, our selfishness wants to hang on to the world hang on to the wound, hang on, cherish it, cradle it, uh, relive it, whatever it might be. But Jesus forgave and tells us to forgive as well. Um, You know, when we get hurt by someone, we want to hold that grudge and hold it against them. We want to maybe get them out of our lives. We want to, you know, whatever it might be, sever the the or burn the bridges, whatever it might be. But we cannot love someone we won't forgive. No, absolutely. Um, Jesus did not hold our forgiven sins over us. Rather, he pronounces us clean and restored. There may be consequences for our sin, but he loves us through them and helps us learn from them. Uh, When we forgive someone, we we can love and pray for that person with a clean conscience because we have done what God commands us to do, and that is forgive. Jesus told his disciples that the primary way that... Uh, The world would know they were his was by their love for one another. Right. Uh, If we love Jesus, then we will love what he loves, which is people and their souls. And as we practice loving like he loved, we become more like him.
1: Right. And forgiveness forgiveness is the exact response. In loving like Jesus, and to love, uh, to have love in your heart. It should your natural reaction shouldn't be to harbor hatred or to harbor uh, negative feelings towards someone just because they hurt your feelings or they done wrong by you. Uh, you know, I mean, again, it goes back to the the verse that we talked about earlier. Yet, while we were sinners, Christ died for us. I mean, can you imagine if Jesus held a grudge? (laughs) You know, (laughs) he he wouldn't be Jesus. (laughs) No, exactly. Uh, So, forgiveness has to happen. Uh, It it, it's got to be your first reaction of displaying who you are. Yeah. So that you can show who He wants you to be to others. Yeah,
0: and I think another way that we can show love is serving others. Mm -hmm. Um, When we serve others, we are serving Jesus because Jesus served others, and He calls us to serve. Um, and that goes along with the loving those and serving those that are different than you, um, you know, and the sacrifice, sacrificing, sacrificing, um, your time, uh, your, your money, your, your abilities and your talents to, to serve those that maybe are less fortunate or serve those that are hurting or serve those that just need some help. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, there's so many ways that we can love Jesus or love like Jesus, But we're trying. I think what the problem is is we try to take a little here and a little there, when really we need to focus on one thing and then go to the next, and not try to get so much all at once. Mm -hmm. Um, Because then it's like trying to drink from a fire hose. Um, The way that my dad always taught me is, why don't do a bunch of a a few things great, instead of a bunch of things well. Right. Do a few things great, and then work it up.
1: To move on. Find out what your special interests are, yeah, and and what your talents are, and use those talents which were given to you by <coughs> God anyway, yeah, uh, to serve others and to serve, and because ultimately when you do that, you're serving Him. Yeah. Uh, it's important to sa- learn to sacrifice, yep, uh, dying to the self in terms of being selfish in terms of. Um, not moving forward in in your own ways, but in caring for others enough to show His love to them through your abilities. Yep. Uh, so I, I really like that one. That one has really struck stuck with me when we was kind of going over some of the things that we wanted to talk about is giving of who you are. Yep. Is another way of showing Christ's love. love exactly. And loving like Christ.
0: Yep. So. All right. So we're gonna do some questions. So. Tyler, T. Log, whatever you want to be called,
1: our social media, media,
0: media man, guru social man, media man. Uh, uh, is going to answer some questions or tell us some questions from Instagram. I'm yeah. assuming. So these came in from Instagram, and the first question we have is from Andrea K Y Y, and Andrea says, "How do we show someone that we genuinely love them so they don't think that we're quote unquote just saying it?" I think a lot of action comes to play with that, um, like words definitely. Only are words, um, mm-hmm. but if you don't act it out, then all it is is words. Uh, it's kind of you. Sports, for example, I can talk all day that I I can score and I can you know beat you. I can juke you out. I can you know hit a three point shot no matter what. I can I can't dunk, but I can say I dunk. But until I actually prove that,
1: right,
0: you're never gonna believe me.
1: Exactly. I think actions is is the main way of doing that. I um, uh, lost it here.
0: No, I, think I mean
1: it's it's I guess the one of the things that first popped in my mind on this question was is why are you asking that? In terms of is it somebody that you love but you don't love? And how can you tell you get what I'm you get where I'm going with yeah. that? You know, is, is that why you're asking this question and if so here would be my answer for that yeah first as we said in the, earlier on in the episode if this is the reason you've got to make it right with that person before you can truly say you love them yeah um <coughs> and once that happens then i think it goes into where you're saying you know love with actions
0: yeah <laughs> i had a professor in college uh, that had a long saying that said uh, "Your walk talks and your talk talks but your walk talks louder than your talk talks, which is just a super long thing He said it like every class that 's why I remember it um, but it 's basically actions speak louder than words uh and we 've all heard that um mm-hmm. but i don 't know why I remember the other one more than I do that one, but it 's true. I think action is a is very big in, in overcoming the i 'm just not i 'm not just saying it i 'm truly truly mean it truly mean it and that's sacrificing like we were talking about your money your time and your talents and efforts
1: your efforts are you the are you the go-to person for that person so that they can't question mm-hmm. whether because if they have to question it then there's a reason for that yep so again actions speak louder in words yeah show that you love them
0: all right the next question come in is from hannah vanren and she says how to love like jesus when talking politics i think jokingly don't talk politics
1: <laughs> yeah i think jokingly that would be i think my, my first thought to this when you ask that is is other than the joking part that you brought up is where is your heart and your mind going into the topic in which you're talking about if you're going into a topic such as politics where you know there is going to be a vast array of most likely negative response because not everybody's going to believe why you're saying what you're saying.
0: Yep.
1: I think back to that when you're when you're talking about it or anything else. How's your heart set before going into a conversation?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If you're already heated about something, odds are you probably don't need to have the conversation to begin with, especially when it comes to politics. Yeah. But
0: I, I mean I would even say go in it not. Wanting to change people's minds, but just voice your opinion, right? Um, Because when if you go in trying to change people's minds, that's when the arguments start Mm -hmm. happening. That's when the heatedness starts happening. So I think if you go in knowing what you believe, why you stand for what you believe, and what and if all that goes along with what God has has in Scripture and Mm -hmm. what you believe, then stand with that and just share what you believe rather than trying to convince somebody to become on your side. Just share your opinion. Great point. Um, and I think and that, the only reason I, I, I say that is in college there was a lot of debates of uh, I believe this and I believe that. And I hated the arguments because it was like you're never going to win somebody over by arguing. Why don't you just talk it out? And, uh, and that's why I love podcasts because it's let's talk – whether or not we believe the same thing, let's just talk it out. Let's talk it out, and uh, I think that's the same with politics. Just talk what you believe mm-hmm. and wh- and why you stand for what you believe in. And yeah. if you don't agree, then in the day you don't agree. But don't try to go in the in the conversation trying to <laughs> convince. Somebody.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I agree. Go ahead, next one, Tyler. Yeah. So the next question we have is from Emily, and Joreya is the
0: last name. I don't know if I pronounced that correctly. I'm sorry, Emily, if I didn't, but. Emily wants to know when others cause us to be angry. How can we love them and not show our anger? That's hard. Um.
1: I I initially want to say to that because when when that happens to me, not not specifically to me, even though it is, just in general, where are you at in your walk? Sometimes before you even can have a conversation you may even have to dismiss yourself before you even go in it yeah in order to make sure that you do it the right way um
0: and i think also i mean there's difference between righteous anger and sinful anger Mm -hmm. um and not putting you in that situation as well like if you i mean you don't go in situations to become angry but if you have a feeling that it might try to avoid it um until you have the Rhine mindset, have the, and are able to not show it. Um, you know, it's put, not putting you in situations where you know you're going to fail. Um, but also knowing when you're getting close to failing and needing to go away from it. Um, Cause it's okay to say, Hey, I need to step away from this conversation. Right. Um, there was one time I was a, uh, a they called it a unit leader, which is basically I was a charge of about eight to 10 counselors at a camp. Um, and I had to, they did a satellite camp for two weeks uh, in the Keys, and uh, I was picked to go. And I let, so I had to leave my eight guys, eight to ten guys, and for two weeks grab these new 10, eight to ten guys, um, and uh, and that was hard. But when I came back, um, you know, they were all. I was excited to see my guys because at that point I've been I spent the summer with them, uh, and then he uh, yeah, had about four more weeks before uh, summer was over. I was uh, excited to, to to you know continue ministry with them. Right. And they came and they came back, and like I don't remember what happened. All I remember is there was a situation that was going on, and it was like they were just complaining. They were like, you know, like it was just bad. And I got to the point where I just was like, okay, we're we're done with this conversation, and I walked away because I was getting angry. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and they they knew I was angry, um, but I they knew, but I knew if I stayed there, I was going to say things that I probably shouldn't have said. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's knowing your yourself of where that point is, um, because if you don't catch it in time, it's gonna be too late. It's gonna be um, too late, and, and I, that's the only thing I would.
1: And that's what I was going to hit on too here at the end. That just come to mind is, first of all, understand and know that that if if you are a Christian uh, or a disciple of Christ, that we're not perfect. Um, you're going to have things happen and pop up and come up in your life that. <coughs> That that are negative and that aren't supposed to happen, but does. Yeah. Um, not given justification for it because there is none. What what makes it right is what what happens afterwards. Yep. Sometimes we're going to say the things that we are. You know, in and, and reflecting to this question, you know, it says when others cause us to be angry, how can we love them and not show our anger? There's going to be times that you do show your anger, and not saying that that's okay. And I don't want you to, if you can at all, stop it then by all means do so and love like Christ. Uh, but yet, because we are sinners and things happen in the heat of the moment before we have opportunity to think, how you end it depends upon, shows a lot of who you are. Yes. And yep. by going back and kind of like what you was talking about earlier in our episode here, talking about forgiveness and, and making things right, um, I think that that's very important to look at when we look at a situation like that to where, okay, yes, I've done, I've done wrong. I've got angry. I've said some things that I shouldn't have said. You know, Jesus would not want me to act like that. So I ask for your apology. Exactly. I apologize. So. Yeah.
0: Yep. So, well, for this episode, we hope you maybe hopefully learn some more about how to love like Jesus. Um, but from now on, we hope that you can go with the flow. And we'll catch you next time. For today, I'm Ben Marcus. I'm J-Log. See you later. Thanks for listening. Make sure to check out flowpodcast.org to send in your questions or topics and get your official flow merch. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok to get your faith life and off the
1: wall fix during the week. Till next time, and remember to go with the flow.